morning, and thank you for joining us. I'm Julie Pastrick, president of the Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Commerce, bringing Chamber Biz Buzz to you, which is a behind-the-scenes tour of numerous businesses, nonprofits, community leaders, you name it. A lot of times, you probably haven't even met some of the people that we bring to you over the airwaves of Calf Legends. A lot of times, you know them very well. Today, I'm very excited to introduce to you Renee Redday, who is with Building Community. Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. Glad to be here. Me too. How did you decide to open Building Community? Tell us a little bit about your background before you took the leap into your own consultancy. Sure. My background is actually in early ed and special ed. And then I went into training early childhood teachers. Then I developed a curriculum for the county, then did some special ed coaching support. And then really talented. Yeah, thanks. A lot of it is, like I said, with young children, but also with families and community members. So really how I jumped into it was, you know, I loved working with folks and I felt like we had lots of information to offer folks. But I realized to me, one piece that was missing is community, families, businesses weren't always asking. And so I wanted to be on the end of not just telling folks what's out there, but asking them what's important to them. That is wonderful. And I know you've made such a deep commitment to community prior to taking on your own venture. I love that you do connect families and children and nonprofits and community partners. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing today and how excited you feel about some of the outcomes. So for example, some of your organizational partners are Coconino Coalition for Children and Youth, right down your alley, and then Elevate Pre-K. I'm very, very familiar with both. What do you have to say about what building community does with both of those organizations. Yeah, I've been excited to work with both programs. Like I said, I really launched off just kind of in an open-ended way to say the core of what I want to be able to do is build relationships Mm -hmm. in whatever form they take, either one-on-one within organizations or among organizations and do some facilitation or collaborative planning. And I just love that both of those organizations kind of took hold and kind of steered where their need was. So for the coalition and for children and youth, really they wanted to hear voices around the county on what's the strongest asset in your community, what's the strongest need. So it was pretty fun. It was kind of through 2021, really traveled around the county and asked folks just that, community members, teachers, town leaders. Oh, that's Um, so interesting. It is. When you get the voices. And then Elevate Pre-K, I've known Scott Wharton for a long time, and I was a part of the idea that we need to respond. We know through research, it is a fact. If our children get that early, early childhood care and before preschool and before school, they're going to be a more well-rounded person and they're going to absorb learning and they're going to be on track. So that must be very excited. And I know they just got a grant from the county. So what's your impression of the family service coordination? I know the need's great and... We're limited right now, but it's effective. It's been great, you know. Yeah, so grateful you were part of the planning committee to get part of Elevate off the ground, to get that collective community voice on what that means and looks like and what's the need and what's the outcome. And so there's a collaboration with FUSD over at Kinsey. There's another collaboration that's happening with... Evergreen Academy or Quality Connections, and they have a preschool site. I know uh, that well. No, we over went to the, the grand y. opening. Oh, so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wonderful to have that in the United Way building. 
Yeah. Just amazing. For sure. And so it's been fun doing the family piece. So knowing that we need education for the young ones, but how that can ripple out to families. Families being able to, one, afford it, which means that they're able to work. But then also the family service coordination piece is just making sure we have a regular touch point with families to say, what are your needs as well? Because we know when we meet family needs, we're meeting kids' needs. Perfect. Perfect. Let's talk a little bit about professional development. Because you've been doing this for so long, but not in on your own to help others. Are you helping the leaders, the leadership, the staff of these nonprofits learn how to lead better so that they're serving all of their customers and constituents better? Because it is very broad as far as family engagement goes and community and resiliency. What do you take away the most from what you're presenting in professional development? So I'm also part of uh, LIDA State, Arizona ACES Consortium. I'm a co-chair for their Resiliency Resiliency Council. Council. Yep, so that piece is there. So some of the trainings that I can do are around understanding adverse childhood experiences and how that can impact adult and adult Mm -hmm. interactions. What are these small ways that we can support families through social connection or concrete support? But another big one that I think is great for businesses or for anyone is really around cultural competencies, acknowledging our own implicit bias, because we all have some, that's just how our brain works. We have to categorize things. So a lot of our interactions might be subconscious when we have a trigger, if someone brings something up. That's neat. So been able to, to listen to that and to just explore that possibility of really a little bit touch point into that diversity, equity, and inclusion realm. So important. So needs to be a top priority. We're speaking with Renee Redday, the building community owner. And Renee, we're so proud of what you're making happen in the community and how broad your reaches. I'm really excited about that too. What advice would you give to someone who might not know you and is hearing about building community, but they're going, hmm, when you get a call from someone who might benefit from your services, how does that go? What do you say? And how does that begin? It's a social entrepreneurship. So I want to stress that piece because as a business owner, I do want to make a living. But the other part is I know with working with nonprofit and others, it needs to be affordable and reasonable for what they can have covered through grants. So one, just know that it's project based and we negotiate what the deliverables are and what that might mean. But if there's folks, business owners or others that are considering, you know, what could building community do for me? Just anywhere that there's a need for relationship development. Okay, and that is a biggie everywhere. Mm -hmm. Especially since COVID, everybody's changed the way they interact with people. And so here you are, someone who's really an expert at blending and partnering people together. Do you have a website? Can you tell us your address? Yep, www.buildingcommunityflagstaff.com. Buildingcommunityflagstaff.com. And will they see there some of your partnerships and some of the ways to connect and maybe some questions answered about what it is? What did we forget? What have we not covered, Renee, Red Day? You're such a dynamic leader and you know so many people. How long have you been in Flagstaff? I came from Boston in August of 99, so I guess just about 23, 4 years. Yeah. 
You did not come from Boston. I did. You I dropped did. that accent. I tell you what, I used to be working with a person who came, I don't know, I'm going to say 30 years ago from England, and you would have thought she was just there yesterday for a scone and a tea or something. <laughs> and we had a, a Bostonian on a hockey team that my son played in Flagstaff, and you packed the car, and mm-hmm. he was so intense. I had to look at his lips to understand what he was saying. I want people to know that about you, that you chose Flagstaff, you're here for the good of all, and building community does just that. We are all better when we can be kind of sort of on the path we should, and when we're looking at helping others, but our path is clearer. And I can see that happening for Elevate Pre-K and Coconino County Education Service and Coconino Coalition, that all of them have distinct roles, but we overlap so much. We kind of are that circle with all the pies, but sometimes, don't you agree? So knowing each other and working together can produce such a greater outcome. Definitely. I think any times we can do it. I mean, and the other reason for that, I mean, one, just it's feel good. It's more efficient, can be more responsive. But the other part is I think it's cost effective. Any way that you can figure out where's the overlap or how can we connect to one another. So another service that Building Community does offer is just consultations. Oh, that's good to know. For a small fee, we can have an hour-long conversation to say, who could I partner with? Or how can I better do outreach? Or who could I do this job with? The chamber, the chamber. Yeah. Do you know about the chamber? There we go. Yes. Well, and Renee, I agree with what you just mentioned. I'm a big fan of collective governance. And that means that you're sharing some resources, but you're all unique to your own mission and you have to carry out your own mission. But that collective governance and that way to approach problems does save one entity from going over the hill with not enough resources. So that's a real big point to be able to share those. Well, let's also talk about what communities before we have to go. Are you in Flagstaff only? Flagstaff's definitely my home base and I'm a mama to a 13 year old too. So I do like staying close by, but the services, because one of the first contracts was with Coconino Coalition for Children and Youth and it was during the County liaisons happened. Yes, they did. They did. And so I had to figure out, hey, during COVID, how do I get throughout the whole county? And so called on some community members in Fredonia, Page, Williams, and Valley. Well, Valley was a new meet. But the other three communities, I had some connections. And I said, hey, do you want to be my liaison out that way? And so liaison just means they live there. They've lived there for a long time. They already have community trust and respect. Their community builders because that's what their heart wants them to do and so it's a touch point it's a touch point to hear what community needs are and what service could fit best out there or support could fit best out there so it can reach beyond the county and like I said I do do some work at the state but I like to stay kind of in Flagstaff as much as possible but for sure can reach throughout the county I love that that's a real good way of, of presenting it Renee Red Day the owner of Building Community so as she said she loves working with community leaders with established nonprofits with you trying to get your feet on the ground, whatever it is, give her a call. And thank you for your time today and keep it up. If we can help any more in the future, just give me a jingle. All right. I'll hold you to that. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Renee Red Day. This is Julie Pasterick, CEO of the Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Commerce, your host for today and all of your Chamber Biz Buzz moments. I'm signing out after a great talk with Building Community. Give Renee Red Day a call or go online. And I'll see you next time on the radio. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to the Chamber Biz Buzz Show, brought to you by the Greater Flagstaff Chamber of Commerce. Today's show has been edited and produced by Clay McCausland with Great Circle Media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the radio.